Just slowly upturn the bottom of that bottle straight into your uh, now quite wet whistle. Uh, you, I don't like when you lick your lips, though. Uh, I know you're trying to alleviate get, some of I'm that. I'm getting like, all of the um, the caramel, caramel beer taste off of them. Now, is it caramel or caramel? Which one is the city? Uh, caramel. <laughs> caramel. <laughs> Very sticky there. Uh, it is. I feel like I've gotten us into a bit of a sticky situation here. Uh, hi. This hi. Is, this is the Good Stuff Morning Show at night. Yeah. We are we're actually live right now, just like we always are, except it's not at our normal time. The, which one? This one right above me is an incorrect date. Uh, but we're live right now, goodstuff.fm slash live. And, of course, we're live on Twitch. You can join in and say hello in the chat room. If you follow us there, you'll get a push notification in the middle of the night saying it's time to tune in for the morning show. That's right. Yeah. So do us we a just favor. woke up really late today. I'm so <laughs> sorry, but not really sorry. But, you know, instead of my morning coffee, I'm drinking my <laughs> evening beer. Cheers. Uh, indeed. Cheers. Indeed. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter if you'd like to. I typically won't let you know that we're live over there because that just is another thing for me to do and i'm just not ready oh, to do it hey listen i'm putting together a lot of stuff for this show um i'm literally singing multiple times over myself to make this happen so yeah well i got kyle i got it's something. a lot of work here at the top of the show for you yeah i have i have here i have here a uh, bullet here. a bullet point specifically just for you it says kenny has a thing that's secretive um, it's not really that secretive how secretive is it? Let's let's go ahead and uh, start the music. Okay, let me let me go find the music, um, and we'll play this music. Go go, uh, go ahead and tell me your story. Lower, lower the lower the music. Okay, lower sorry. the music, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So this weekend was. It's not the not the music for the story time that you this were. Is, I don't. I really don't care. I really don't <laughs> care. It just has to be something underneath the, the talking. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend, yeah, I really don't care. Uh, this weekend, my wife and I were doing a lot of. I don't want to call it spring cleaning because it's still winter, but spring cleaning, cleaning out a bunch of junk, and we stumbled upon something that she wrote. Ooh, how many years ago is this? 17 years ago. And Wait. I think it's... What, you trying to do math? Se yeah. Seven, 
17 years ago. Okay. All right. And I wanted to read it on air because I, it, when she, we were reading it and it's, it, it brought me to tears, but out of laughter tears. Did like, I, you know, did you I choose so hard that your, your eyes start exploding water? Not, uh-huh. not just, right, not right, just right, like, right. I'm crying. It's like, like, I can't help it. You're, you're an anime character and it's just, um, right. Just everything. Like there's little whoop, mushrooms going off and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah okay. I got, so I got you. Gonna, I got to read the story that was written should 17 I, years ago. Is this, is this music okay? Or should I fight something it's different? Fine. Actually, okay. no, it, it, it will fit because the title of the story is I won a million dollars. Okay. Kenny, uh, it's time for our story time. I won. What's it called? I won a million dollars. Take it away. All right. I won a million dollars. Do you know how? Yes. Wrong. I got it. (laughs) I got it one night. Oh, sorry. I got it one. What is this? I got it one. Oh, I won it on a TV show called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Man, I couldn't read. It's cursive. I'm having I a hard time I, reading cursive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you had read through this already. You, you got to get into the funny I, part. Well, okay. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? The last question was, <clears throat> which of the following is not a computer? A, laptop. B, Macintosh. Three, Omega. Or D, <laughs> Lightning. It was D. I was right. It was kind of weird since I was only 10. Anyway, I brought I bought a house, not brought a house. I bought a house. Sure. Yeah, uh, it was great. It had a spa pool, a water fountain outside waterfall in the pool. It had a guest house. And, and the greatest thing was my parents didn't live with me. They lived across the street from me. Oh, I almost forgot. It was a four story Except (laughs) one day I was watching TV, doing my homework. You won a million dollars. Why would you do your homework? Uh, Having a snack, like I always did when the doorbell rang. I opened the door, and there in the doorway were my parents. That was a shock for me, since the last time they came over was a year ago when I got my house. They told me I was going to come over every Friday for cheese pizza. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> Quote, I thought you were going to take back my house. I thought after that, they did. Of course, I said, no, thank you. I don't want to. I like my house. I keep my grades above average, which is A's and B's, and I like having a house to myself, I explained calmly. After that, I had so much money. 500 of my own dollars. I bought a <laughs> Wendy's restaurant here and hired workers and got paid for working myself when I wanted to. My boss was very proud of me. She had a boss. She owned the restaurant. She had a boss. Sure. Yeah. We all did. Uh, we the had man. a lot of business, especially since I was only 12. Since that's my story about how I won a million dollars, spent it, and what I did with my house and my restaurant, which I named after me, Wendy's. 
Okay, so um, uh, when my wife, that's, we're off that's the, the we're off the ride. By the way, we're off the ride now. This um, is when my wife read that last line. That's why I named a restaurant after me, Wendy's. Her name's not Wendy. Yeah, no, no. Her name's far from Wendy's. And I thought that it was the funniest thing that she has ever said to me. I thought it 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 brought me to tears, like I said. Mm -hmm. And and the fact that she had a boss at the restaurant that she owned. So here's here's some some uh, insight that I've gleaned from this particular story. Um, this sounds like it could have been one of the early pr premise uh, stories for Everybody Loves Raymond, potentially. Yeah, this Across is the pilot. <laughs> this is the pilot episode. Across the street, ten year old has the house, but you know, gets the the parents come over all the time. But then sounds gets like good. a part time job opening a Wendy's. Uh, with a boss and some hired well, workers, see, doing no, really good see, business. The thing is, one one out of ten uh, at twelve had a boss at Wendy's, but eventually, by the time Ray was, you know, ha with Deborah, you know, that's that's a long, it's a long time, long time. Also, yeah. can we can we talk about what a million dollars meant to us when we were like five, between five and ten? A million was the biggest. It was the it was. biggest number. There's the it was most, because, most because money. Thousand mm -hmm. was you know we could we could oh you basically count to a thousand, but then you had to do another thousand of those to get to a million, and we just it's couldn't comprehend it. We just yeah, couldn't comprehend it's, it. It's a lot. Well, so I think that was a great story. Um, are there any? Takeaways, I, I think there maybe? are a lot more of these, by the way. A lot more stories. I think there's a lot more. Where was where was this hidden again? Where did you uh, discover in, it? And this is from 2001. Yeah, this is it's good. The, the teacher says good story. Four out of three. So this was teacher, an assignment. Teacher, you said. Yeah, the teacher doesn't even understand fractions. Uh, it, it's actually four out of three, uh, or four hundred no, playing four three time. Ah, right. It was. It was potentially 413 points out of 500 because maybe they were right. on a 500 point scale. Right. For writing. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you on. Or, or f 420. It's just oh. really, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, the cursive, best part is that huh? first page is in like this green glitter pen. Second page is in like blue pen. Okay. And then the third page. She alternates between like light blue and red. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, and then on the back, the teacher's like, hey, how about you stick to one color next time? Really? <laughs> that is really good. Um, I didn't tell her that I was reading her story on, on, the, uh, on the show, so don't tell her. Wait, hold on. Wait, what? No, she, th she said it was fine. I'm, sh I'm sure she signed the, uh, the, the non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. Everything's fine. Now yeah. everyone will disclose that it I was... Actually, I, I think that we should have this on every episode. I think we should have... Did you my just wife break, writes a story. Yeah, did she? Did you just break her cover? Was she in witness protection after winning... <laughs> a million everybody, dollars? Everybody loves a millionaire. <laughs> everybody loves Raymond money. Is that, is that, that's what no, she has. No, hold on. Every, I'm writing this one down because you won't... Everybody loves a millionaire. Every title. Every... Everybody, Everybody loves. loves a millionaire. Okay, thank you. Uh, Kenny, great. 
Good story. Do you want the music back? Do you? I don't need the music. You don't need this music anymore. So Not I can anymore. Get, I can get rid of this. Okay, I'll get rid of. I'll get rid of this music. Uh, can we use some other music, maybe, to move us on to another segment? Sure. These are today's headlines. Yes, indeed. I'm getting that timing just right. Just right. Kenny, what's going on? Hey, Kyle, say goodbye to Android Pay and hello to Google Pay. Bye. Bye, Android Pay. I never used you. And Wallet. If you use Google Wallet, it's turning into Google Pay. Or as my friend calls it, Google Pay Send. What is this photograph you just sent me? So uh, so I immediately went to the App Store and updated my Google Wallet, and it changed it to Google Pay Send. I don't know if you can see on my phone. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. It's not a circle. I know. What is going on? So I believe what they did, I believe what Google did, was they pushed out an update to the Google Wallet app on iOS that was formatted for the iPhone 10. Who knew? Unfortunately, I have the iPhone 8 Plus, which is not the same ratio as the iPhone 10. Mm-hmm. So their first infographic like tutorial image, which I just sent to Kyle and we'll include in the show notes today, is squished. It's squished and there's it's like eggs that they're showing <laughs> instead of circles. <laughs> it does look like eggs. Oh, hmm. and it's, it's hmm. really annoying. Hmm. I, mm, it's you all know, smushed. I love. I, listen, Google. I love you. I love your your design sense. I love your little those, those little bubbles. It's very, it's nice. I, I like a lot of this. Um, but but this is a no brainer. You gotta fix it. Give me the yeah. circles. Anyway, uh, so let me let me get into the the nitty gritty here. Uh, yeah, what's going Google on? Google is uniting all of its different payment tools under the Google Pay brand on Android. However, the app, the Android Pay app stuck with its ex- existing brand. That's changing today, though, with the launch of Google Pay for Android. With this, Google is rolling out an update to Android Pay and, like I said, uh, wallet on iOS um, and introducing some new functionality that that the company hopes will make its payment service ubiquitous both in stores and on the Internet. What they are essentially doing is using the Apple Pay model, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In, in in hopes to kind of introduce Google Pay to retail, like you know, on on foot retail, mm-hmm. um, it it's basically a redesign of Android Pay. So if you're familiar with Android Pay, then this will feel really good. Uh, but the look and feel adheres closer to Google's own material design guidelines than the original did. Uh, in terms of functionality, there isn't all that much that's new. Uh, one notable change, though, is that the Google the Google Pay this is really tough. You want to say Google Play, but you have to say Google Pay. Uh, that the home screen now shows you relevant stores around you where you can pay with Google Pay services. So it's, it's, if I mean, <sighs> yeah. Can, can I, we just listen? I know you had trouble saying Google Pay, Google Play. Download Google Pay on Google Play. Okay, yeah, exactly. Listen, I just said, I just said a whole bunch of stuff, and now, now, uh, Google Bot is, is starting <laughs> to, uh, talk about some stuff yeah sorry right. about that um i maybe this is where they'll start to rename their app store google apps sure 
No. Now, now, hold on. Can you Google can you store. tell me? Yeah, Google Store. Whatever. No, because the Google Store is where you buy the Google things. Well, then make that the merch. Google Merch. It's not merch. It's it's actual like hardware. Call it Google Hardware. Mm. Uh, mm. So in inside of Google Pay, the thing I can't get over is the fact that they call it Jpay. It's, yeah, it says at the, at the top there's a banner that's Jpay. It's, just, it's like going backwards on the whole. I don't want to call it GChat anymore. You made me call it Hangouts forever, and now you're going back to Jpay. Did you yeah, pay you know, for that? I, I you paid for it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I mean, um, I believe. I mean, that's a design thing that they can really quickly fix. You, you just you know submit some feedback and say, hey, guess what? Um, either call it Google Pay or yeah, but, GPay. You can't, but you can't for, for the for the sheer number of eyeballs that this went past, and someone didn't say it says GPay. Did you pay? And no one said that in any meetings, and it took me 15 seconds to go towards that. Are you? It doesn't make any sense to me at all. And I just, yeah. I wish Google would take half a second and understand that this, this is like their their brand is just a a completely non integrated thing. It but drives that was the me idea behind wild. material design, right? The idea no, was the right, design. let's wrangle everything back and put it into a more cohesive package. That's fine. That's fine. The design is fine. It is but their product. Not. It's their product naming. The, the this is all under the guise of Android Pay is now Google Pay, which is now Wallet, which is all kind of in this redesigned application. Right. That's great. I uh, consolidation, no breathing. That's great. I'm okay with yeah. that. I mean, Apple has this, a, a similar small, problem too. Oh, okay, okay you you are an Apple ecosystem uh, feller for the Please, most part. Yeah. How does how is this different? What what kind of stumbling blocks did Apple hit early on that kind of got corrected well, not, later? We don't even have to say early on. I mean, currently, I can I can give you an example. Um, I have Apple Music, which is now just called Music. It's just a music app on my phone. Um, I have the icon really, I mean, it's right next to uh, the icon for iTunes store. What's in the iTunes store? Let's click on it and find out who what's freaking it, knows. What's, what's that iTunes logo, by the way? Is it still the music notes? It's a notes? star. No, okay, it's a so, It so. no longer is the music notes. Okay. So See the I, quote unquote iTunes store is where you don't get tunes anymore. You get movies. Mm, no, no, no. You can television get television music. And, Okay. Movies, TV shows, but no, you can is... also go to the TV app and purchase stuff through that. I sure. don't, I honestly don't know. Call it the Apple. I mean, they can't call it Apple Store. They have an Apple Store app. It's right there. It's the bag. That's where you buy stuff. So they either call it just iTunes. I don't know. You can't only call it iTunes. But there, there's a few things that are wrong. Um, they, have, they have an app on the iPhone or on iOS called Files. Just call it Finder. Just call it Finder. That's what it is on the Mac. So you're you're looking for the consolidation of not just their services, but their platforms together into one thing. The thing with that, Google that, that has been that has been on my wish list for like five years. Yeah, and I know thing, I know that it takes a lot to do that, and and the technology is actually catching up. I believe within the next five years, though, there there will be a single OS for for Apple. 
They won't have iOS. They won't have macOS. It'll be just the OS. You and I have talked about this offline, and I don't. I, I believe we have. Yes, yes, and no. I, I think there is a lot to deal with when when describing how Apple can move from. Yeah, my my iPad is a computer. What's a computer? That well, that whole commercial, right? What I, I, I mean, I what I mean I is, what I mean is the experience. The experience might be different between the two. Uh, uh, you know, the tablet and the desktop, but you will have the same computing power in both. The computing okay. power in the iPad Pro will, in five years, it will just catch up to desktop, just like nothing. It's it's gonna it's gonna do, it's gonna be before we know it, and and then we're not gonna know what to do with all that computing power. I think well, we got really crazy. I think we got real, real, real off topic. We're talking about Sorry. consolidation of. <laughs> these brands and uh, services into into one particular thing. Anyway, I, I think Google is doing somewhat of a good job. Uh, yeah, except my, my... that Google needs to then wrangle in their hardware uh, with, with or not, not their hardware, but their Chrome OS. What what's going on with that? What what is that? The, yes, but they are they're also like you said planning to kind of unify those two platforms. Anyway, so for for this I'm interested to see how they integrate further with websites and things like that 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 Apple has done, even mm -hmm. integration uh with Google Pay into Chrome and potentially spreading the word that way. I like right. the way that they have integrated Pay and I guess what would be considered wallet and wallet services inside of the new Messenger app on Android. So it's basically just text messaging. But what I can do is I can request money from you. And you saw this in action, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I requested, you know, whatever, $7 from you for uh, a subscription service. And it sent you a link. And then mm -hmm. you just click the link and it connected to your Google Wallet account and yep. did the whole transaction all through text message even though we're on two completely separate platforms. I think that's what this is good for. I just don't, I don't know. I want to see Google do this for chat. I want to see Google do this for a lot of other services that right now still feel really disjointed. Yeah, I believe that they can, I mean, they're picking their fights, right? The There are third-party apps out there that, that handle this, you know, uh, P2P, uh, cash flow deal like i'm gonna pay i'm gonna venmo you in fact square, venmo is like square the, cash or venmo yeah. or whatever right yeah right um but apple is trying to get into that they, they can do apple pay through imessage you can pay people through imessage with apple pay that that was i think introduced in 11.2 and and you know android has been doing that with wallet like you said it's cross-platform which is the best part because it's just right. tied to your account it's not tied to your device Whereas Apple is Apple ecosystem only. Um, but then those third party, like I said, those are also cross-platform. So is Google, are, are they competing with Apple or are they competing with Apple and those third party people? Competition is only going to make everyone better, but it's it's kind of also hindering us a little bit. We can't really advance too far without them competing on the same level for a little bit. They did, listen, they're going to keep copying each other into oblivion. That's all that's. We, we yeah. know how this happens. It happens with hardware. It happens with software. It happens with rideshare services. It, ha it happens with everything. But the thing with Google that they have, I think, as their advantage is that they're able to, like, say, embed this into Chrome. And pretty much everybody uses Chrome. Some right. people use Safari. Apple Pay is built into Safari. But Apple Pay will never be built into Chrome. 
So it's right. I think I think they're, they're they have competitive advantages that they can they can take advantage of to try and and grow their business. Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. Kenny, please move on to a okay. way 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 important story. Way more important than Google Pay. Yeah, this is this is something that uh will harken back 10, 10 years. Oh my god, 10 years. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, 10 years. Burnout Paradise is back with a $40 4K remaster next month, March 16th, Kyle. Expect improved graphics, 60 FPS, that sweet, sweet online what? mode. Burnout 60? Paradise, Kyle. Yeah. It was one of those rare races that transcended a genre and then kill and it was just a killer game. Um, oh, yeah. It's recent 10. 10th birthday uh, had you feeling nostalgic if that's the case then we've got good news because March 16th you'll be able to hit the streets of Paradise City once again and you can complete the original uh, the game with premium DLC included in Burnout Paradise Remastered this will be for PS4 uh, Xbox One I don't think that they have anything in terms of Switch details um but they also didn't. I don't think they've said that it's not going to be on the Switch. So it's possible that that will come out later at a later date, which is that's good news for a lot of people. Um, the game I, will run in native 1080p on PlayStation 4 and Xbox hardware. And it, EA promises 4K resolution and 60 FPS on PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox One X. Oh, man. That's okay. You don't have any 4K. Hardware. I don't, need, I don't need. Listen, I don't need 4K, but I want that. I want that sweet, 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 buttery 60 FPS. I believe. Uh, I want to say that they're going to do 60 FPS um, on everything, but I, I can't say that for sure. Uh, the expansive multiplayer to, offering would, is on tap as well. Oh, sorry, was I interrupting you? I'm just. I, what I want is. <clears throat> I think this may be one of the reasons why I would purchase a Nintendo Switch. I think it would oh, be have if I could on? play if I could play Burnout while I was on the train to work. Are you kidding me? It would it would be a complete game changer? It would be the game that changes it. The game, <laughs> the game that changes the game. Right. So I mean, essentially, what they're doing is they're upscaling um, to 4K. They've got improved textures. They've got improved um, UI. But I think that the it looks like the models will be the same. I mean, it was only one generation ago, so the the models listen, are fine. Listen, but I don't the care. Textures are fine, and and the the processing is fine. Then you know your draw distance won't be as uh as bad. You'll be able to see further away. Um. Anyway, uh, if you're feeling nostalgic for the Burnout series crash mode game type, you can always check out Danger Zone from former Criterion developers. No, they don't, don't really give a link from that. <laughs> listen, I I may have clipped the microphone, but. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't because I've purchased Danger Zone and while it does crash mode, it is a garbage it is not it is, it a is not what we want. Garbage game that it, it it completely removes all of the like visceral car gnashing uh enjoyment that you get from burnout and seeing like little three-wheeled carts hit each other you all you get in this and even buses you know things like that tanker mm-hmm. trucks you get some of those in this in this uh what, what was it called i don't know Dan- danger zone oh danger zone yeah. danger zone that game is not worth it 
All right. Well, then with that, Kyle, I'm going to move on to our next story. Leaked Would Nokia you? memo says that there is no path forward for struggling digital health business. <sighs> looks like Nokia is just doing another Nokia here. Uh, they're, they're saying we must be honest with ourselves, said the company's chief strategy officer in, note, in a note to employees. Yikes. Now, now, listen, hold on. This has not been corroborated. It has not been. But they also haven't really released anything to uh, combat it yet. So they haven't said yes. They haven't said no. Yes, that's fine. Right. So this so, uh, we should say take it with a grain is, of salt. This is hearsay right now, being reported by The Verge. But yeah. the reason I put this in here is because I am neck deep in Withings slash Nokia Health. Right. So so let me let me let me cover this really quick. Uh, Nokia's health tech business is in trouble more than the company will publicly admit. Last week, the Finnish telecoms launched a strategic review into the health division, stressing that no firm decision about its future has been made. But in a company memo seen by The Verge, along with screenshots of the internal work chat, Nokia's chief strategy officer, Catherine Buvak, told employees that, quote, our digital health business has struggled to scale and meet its growth expectations. Uh, like you said, you're you're kind of on board with this stuff. So so hearing hearing that the the future of that product is not firm kind of puts you in a uh, I mean, you always want to be you always want to have a product that's supported, right? And that's that's kind of what makes people trust Apple and trust Google these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and definitely not Nokia because 10 years ago Nokia had the uh or I should say 11 years ago, but Nokia had the they they were the leading industry or they were the leading company in in cell phone industry. They had the best phones. Hands they, down. Well, they had the best phones and they also had the operating system market just complete like everything was was a what was it called? Simeon? Sim- yeah, 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 something like that. So um, yeah, everything was on their platform. And and yes, I under I understand that <clears throat> especially this like digital health thing can be very fickle. Uh, well, what is it? Fitbit has, you know, brought back and removed their services, every, you know, here and there, and other services have come and gone. Uh, Moves got acquired by Facebook. There's all these health services and and like location trackers and everything out there where they're sucking in a whole bunch of data, but they don't really have a promise to you to say like, I'm going to keep this forever, by the way. If you want to take it, you can take it. This is in a, a human-readable format. No, it's probably some proprietary CSV or JSON file, which I don't know. I can't do anything with. I can ingest into another program, but that doesn't, that's not going to do anything. And I just, it's not going to do anything for you. I, I just I don't know what to do once this type of thing goes out of business. Now, what I have done, and I think is a way that I can potentially make it so that if Nokia Nokia Health goes under... Um, I don't lose everything is to ingest this data into something like Google Fit. Google Fit mm. gets backed up over and over again, or Apple Health. I think Apple Health is a, another example of that. The data doesn't necessarily live anywhere but your iCloud account or mm-hmm. Google's account. But what it does is it creates a historical record of when you synced your stuff to it moving forward. You can then jump from platform to platform for hardware devices or uh, other, you can basically spread yourself amongst these different uh, health devices and ingest them all into one platform that hopefully starts saving that and keeping it in perpetuity. Now, that's, can I say something? That's that's kind of what I think 
is is the best way to do this. That's how I'm doing it. But yes, so, go ahead. So the 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 entire idea behind Apple Health and Google Fit and all these, you know, the the, the health uh, the digital health market with these these wearables and whatnot <clears throat> for our age group, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all, Kyle. Where these wearables actually make a difference is in the like 60 plus, maybe 55 plus age group where they need to monitor their their heart rate. They need to monitor certain vitals. They need to track their exercise on a daily basis where, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to age shame here, but I'm saying this. <laughs> I'm just trying to say for for healthy 30 somethings or 20 somethings it's it's just our compulsion to have data it really is at this point oh no i i i i can't in disagree fact, with you but fact, with right, right now so yesterday i i have an apple watch i'm looking at it right now uh yesterday i completed my three rings on my watch and i made a vow because i've always wanted the perfect week which is close all three rings, your move goal, your your exercise goal, and your stand goal all seven days of the week, starting on Mondays. I, I did it yesterday. So now I have the compulsion to do it every day. I don't care how I do it. I'm going to go outside and walk for five minutes after this to make sure I get my exercise. It's going to be freezing, but I need I need to do it because Apple has found a way to gamify the thing and it yes it makes me feel good about myself and they just get free data well and at, at the I same don't time use it for anything it, at the same time they are also highlighting folks who have closed those rings closed those circles for an entire year they i don't profile, have that kind of willpower they profile them and they say how spectacularly they are utilizing their their platform and you think as a consumer I can do that. I can be that person. Or you see friends closing their rings and you think they they do a lot of, like you said, gamification of the social pressure and of the, the literal completion meter of that circle to help you attain some sort of goal. Uh, what they think potentially is is the best way for you to maintain your health. Right. Now, yes, as as a healthy 20 something, 30 something we, you and I probably will not use these hardware devices to the best of their abilities. However, Apple has been in the news, you know, every month or so with one of these like Apple Watch saved my life. I was in a car and I got in a car accident and I pressed the SOS button and then they were able to find me. Or I had an irregular heartbeat and the Apple Watch discovered that. And I told my doctor and then I, you know, was able to have surgery earlier than I would have otherwise. There are these, you know, great stories of this health device saving people's lives. And maybe what Nokia, it sounds awful, but maybe what Nokia is missing are these like stories where you end up saying that this piece of hardware saved my life and PR. it's not yeah you're not getting the the good news basically from these things well, they're not and getting, the, they're not getting the experiential uh uh you know uh selling point you're not you you hear somebody oh i have a nokia or or i have uh what is it withings yeah is that under nokia I'm i have withings. i'm not wearing it today 
so that that kind of shows you how the the lack of an ad- addictive quality that this has. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have social. It doesn't have a social component like the Apple Watch has, where everyone has a, an Apple product. Most of your friends do. You run in the same circles of folks who have Apple products. I don't know a single soul that has a Nokia watch or a Withings watch. Um, no one else to add to the application. I'm not going to push someone to download the application just so it won't ingest their steps. Um, there's a lot about having a platform not gain traction and that be the reason that they don't succeed. Now, Nokia Health's game, though, is that they're in hardware. They are trying to sell these like really nice looking hardware devices. And right. I I am on their email marketing list. What they have been doing since Christmas, I, I would say actually probably since the uh, Thanksgiving time, Black Friday, that <clears throat> that whole time. I'm watching mm-hmm. the sales. I'm curious, you know, maybe I can get one for Carolyn. Maybe I can get myself a new one. Maybe I can upgrade to the Steel HR, the one that I'll read the heartbeat. Um, whatever. Whatever it is, I'm watching the email marketing campaigns, and they are absolutely desperate. From a purely consumer's perspective, I can tell that they are trying really hard to sell this, and I already brought, bought their product. I think... Over on Grumpy Old Geeks, uh, Jason DeFilippo makes a really good point. Like, why are you marketing to me? I already bought your thing. Yes, I maybe will tell one of my friends that this is something that you should invest in, but I already bought your thing. Make it more valuable than just get another one. Didn't you just buy one? Uh, maybe you want a accessory. Maybe you want something else. They're trying so hard to sell these things to me that I I just kind of shut them off, and I'm not really that interested anymore. I'm waiting for something new to come along. I'm waiting for Android Wear. I'm waiting for the updates to the Apple Watch, maybe that will eventually support Android one day, which probably won't. But you know, it won't. Still, have, still have my hopes. Um, it, it's but that, that kind of stuff. The fact that the HomePod doesn't doesn't give you any uh, voice support other than on Apple Music should tell Can you we, that Apple wants to just be. You want. They want you in their ecosystem, and then you can never leave. Listen, this this is not this is not in the show notes, but can we talk briefly about the HomePod? And if we can you talk are, about the HomePod if you're one still interested in it, and two, what is going on with it leaving like ring stains on your stained so have, wood uh, <laughs> tabletops? So I have I have a couple theories here. That, that was Number the, one, that was the real hot like news headline from last week. Last and week, yeah, we didn't we didn't talk. It happened right after the show, so That's I feel true. like we have to talk um, about it. So, uh, all right, guys. Number one, I'm not I'm not interested. Uh, I have a Google Home, and actually, I have a Google Home, and then I have two Google Home Minis, and that covers my entire place. And I I love their connectivity. Um, they do everything that I need. And the features are just fine for me. I don't use my Google Home as a speaker for music. If I listen to music, it is either in my car or it is in my headphones. I don't need a home speaker. The HomePod is, I think they're marketing it as a, a speaker first so that you can have good you know, music in your home and then a digital assistant second. Or a home assistant second. It, is, it doesn't even do the home assistant second place. Like what it does second <laughs> place is look nice. Sure. 
it, it's its functionality is even behind its looks and its right. usability. Right. Um, the the ring that it leaves on furniture, I've heard the only. I mean, it's kind of isolated to uh, oiled or or like varnish surfaced wood. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I believe is happening is the the amount of like vibrations that are that are like occurring inside the speaker or or because of the speaker is is causing like some physics rift uh underneath the speaker or where it's planted and it's and the the ring is actually from the furniture and not from the home pod oh we have a, <clears throat> we, have a we have a cat we have a cat right now you, it, he can't see you but Hi. anyway anyway uh, so we're, I'm, we're just, I'm trying here. to break trying to break the tension. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but can I also actually one more point? I'm a Spotify user. I've tried Apple Music in the past. I do not like that service. It feels clunky and uh, not cohesive as a music service. Whereas yeah. Spotify has way it it has too much to offer. In fact, it has so much to offer, but it's everything is easily accessible and everything is easily uh, usable. At your fingertips, you can use it on any device. Everything supports it. I'm not. It, I can't. I can't not use it at this point. It's it's just perfect for me. Yeah, I. <clears throat> boy, uh, where can I go with this? Um, Apple is trying to devour the Sonos market. They want to make it so that you get multiple HomePods. You put them in multiple places in your home. They the speaker quality is supposed to be as good or better because of their spatial awareness. That's what I've heard. Than the Sonos speakers. Yeah. The opposite is kind of Google, right? Google and, and the uh, Amazon ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Google came out with the Google home max, but you know, that is a premium product that will be in very, very, very few homes. And if anything, it'll be in one room. It won't be in multiple rooms. Right, so but it also is a, a comparable price point to the HomePod. The HomePod is three fifty nine flat. Like there's, it doesn't it doesn't have a, a smaller tier to to compete with the Echo Echo Plus or the the Google Home. It's well, the, it's at the Google Home Max and the Sonos One, I believe, is what it's called. We're also starting to, yeah, we're starting to also get into the the point with these home assistant devices where. I want to go to a place. I want to try them in person. I want to see what they sound like in person. And I want to see what they, how physically large they are because your marketing materials don't give me any sort of context to how good it is. I don't want to have to read 15 articles on the verge to figure out whether or not it's going to be good for me. And I can't just drop down $160 for no good reason. Plus shipping. It's, Mm -hmm. these are not impulse buys, especially for the HomePod. And especially for things like like Google Max, but when you buy into one ecosystem, it's much much easier to upgrade that ecosystem across yeah. the board. So you've got a little uh, Amazon Echo Mini. You can get. I had three or four of them in this house, and then I had the the large speaker. Uh, I've done the same thing for the Google Home. It it just mm-hmm. makes once you buy into their bigger product it's much easier to buy their accessories for it yeah but with this 
Apple HomePod, you get one. There's only one available right now. I don't know if they're going to announce something that's smaller and more affordable, but they can probably make the case that that's the thing on your wrist. That's the the only yeah. That is the only thing that I can uh, assistant that we can update whenever we want. The only thing that will get me to switch to the Apple ecosystem in terms of you know the 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 smart assistant, the um, HomePod, the Apple Music, any of that stuff. Make your make the function between me asking Siri something and her actually responding with something useful. Make that actually happen, and then I'll then yeah, I can get on board maybe. But at this point, you're like four years behind Google and Amazon. You're way behind them, at, and and you got to catch up fast because Google and Amazon have so much more that, and now they are. It is an exponential trend right now. They're only getting better exponentially, and Siri is just flatlining. Mm-hmm. And Siri, Siri was the first one, and they're so bad. Yeah, I, I, I think Apple has tried to make it a point that their digital assistant is getting better at each keynote that they do, but they, there needs to be some sort of major overhaul and. Not even just the sound, the the sound of the voice, but it needs to just be like we completely understand everything we want to ask it now. We yeah. have trained it beyond belief. We are leveraging everything that we've ever heard you speak to it, and we're <laughs> able to. And at that point, people, you know, Apple fanboys freak out, but it's right. it's like they need to make this a more valuable proposition for people to buy into it and i just don't right i'm not gonna say uh, this is not a doom and gloom like apple is not going to succeed thing because that's what everybody says everybody says oh, apple's doomed you know they they announced this little home pod thing and apple's doomed it's it's no. you know no one's gonna buy it and it's gonna end up just floundering but no, I, have, I have a couple things on that just really quick um number one the home pod it's not doomed it was really it was announced at wwdc last year it's kind of a niche product that they delayed and then released so that they could get the speaker to work correctly. Probably they didn't improve Siri at all. So it's all about the speaker. They just want the speaker to work well. And, and you know, it's out there and you can get it. It's we're at a lull, you know, there's no phones, there's no computers coming out. That's, that's the, that's the product to keep Apple in the news. They released the home bot. Great. Good for them. Number two, um, Siri, look at it this way. How old is Siri? Like, uh, it was released in 2009 or 2010. In 2010, I can't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. So let's say it's 2010, um, I believe. So that makes it a little over seven years old or eight years old. Imagine talking to an eight-year-old and then imagine where we would be twice that. Imagine talking from an eight-year-old and then talking like- to a 16-year-old. <laughs> what, I'm at, what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, imagine literally just eight years from now, how much better it will be until Siri starts writing me stories about it being on who wants to be a millionaire. I don't want to hear from it ever again. Well, it needs to be 10 years old. So we've got a couple of years left. Okay. All right. That's in two years. We'll start getting stories. Everything will be good. It'll be awesome. All right. Little, little tidbit before we move on. When was the last time that you activated Siri on your Mac? On my Mac? Yeah. Uh, when I set it up, when I bought it, okay, never. Um, then basically never. I I never use Siri on my Mac. 
I ever. use a Mac ever. I, yeah, I use a Mac every single day. I have never used it. It's it, it, it doesn't even cross my mind that it's something that could help me. It I doesn't use, sound like it's something that would be useful to me. I just think it. It. it my fingers move such faster bad, than my voice would. It's it's bad. Anyway, if, so I, if I'm searching for something, if I want to launch something, it's it's a spotlight command or an Alfred command, and, or it. or an internet command. There's We're, there's nothing that I can do quicker with my voice to launch something and then Siri has to kind of like interpret it and then launch something. No, I can just type it really quick and it's fast and it's done. We're stuck in our ways. I understand that. And we are slightly curmudgeon at this point. Let's move on to something that has no history, no tradition, and is just, you know, throwing stuff at the wall and seeing if it sticks. Kenny, the MLB, they're setting some new rules. You see how you like my jokes? The MLB. Yeah, I got you. They're setting some new rules to speed up the game. This is new stuff coming here in 2018. Uh, Major League Baseball Commissioner hey, Rob Manfred. Yeah, go ahead. Go. Let me Let's, just let me let me uh, let me prompt you here. Why would we include like an MLB story, like a sports story, on our morning show? Cause baseball's here. Baseball's happening now. <laughs> Andrew McCutcheon. Lots of pictures. San Francisco Giants. <laughs> also baseball. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. Pitchers and catchers have already reported. And now today, today is the first day that yep. all of the players are showing up at spring training. And Which means getting, that baseball has, loose. It has the mound to talk <laughs> about <laughs> the things. I, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the reason. Mm-hmm. So Monday, a couple days ago. There's a bunch of new rules that the commissioner for Major League Baseball is introducing. Kenny, you want to go over some of these? Because I, I feel like you have a little bit of familiarity with each of these. Yeah, so let me... let me As, as a uh, professional baseball down. player, you may know a little let more... Let me tell than, you all about this, Kyle. Than uh-huh. I would. Number one, mound visits. No, uh, no qualifying there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, mound, visits, <laughs> mound visits will be limited to six per team... Per nine innings. So when you're watching a baseball game, uh, as soon as you see the the catcher run up to the the pitcher, or even the coach coming out, the pitching coach, or even the manager coming out to the mound, they can only do that six times per nine innings, which is a you know a normal baseball game. Uh, teams will receive an additional visit for each extra inning played. Any manager, coach, or player visit to the mound will count as a mound visit. Visits to the mound will clean cleats in rainy weather, or sorry, visits to the mound to clean cleats in rainy weather to check on an injury or potential injury, or after the announcement of an offensive substitution are accepted. I don't like exception rules; just make it six, and that's all. That's it. Uh, also, normal communication between player and pitcher that does not require either to vacate their position on the field does not count as a visit. Yeah, you, the visit means you go to the thing. If a team is out of visits, the umpire will have a discretion to grant a visit. I. I hate this rule. I already hate this rule. I don't like even reading the words. Uh, the thing, the thing is, stop for a making lot of, it a rule. Just say six and you're done. The thing, well, there are there are circumstances where you do need to allow for them to be able to go for. Oh, boo hoo! You got a scratch on your finger. <laughs> Get out of the game. Wow. I, th- as a San Francisco Giants fan, there there is one moment in particular with mound visits that changed the course of the 2010 world series season where they it forced uh one of the teams i can't remember which team let's see this that's how impactful it is it forced one of the teams to change their pitcher 
because the manager started to go up to the mound past the third baseline and then walked backwards and did not visit the mound. However, he did need to change his pitcher at that point. That completely changed the game. Anyway, Kenny, the, the whole point of this is that players are going to find a way around this and maybe you fake an injury. Maybe you decide that uh, walking around the mound is not necessarily visiting the mound, but it's kind of being around there and you can that's why, talk, that's why you the can talk through your glove. Yeah, the rules here. Uh, yeah, you're you're asking for people to then find ways around the rules, which is That's, like the entire thing of sports. Let, you, let me just you get a rule, say, you get a regulation, and then you find the best way to stretch it to your needs. Let me just say, I don't think baseball needs to go faster. That's all. From all of these rules are typically not for player safety. It's not I will for say, any any sort of thing. It is just to make the game go faster or to shorten commercials. I just don't care. I, I love the tradition of baseball. I think it should just be the way it is. I will say one thing. I, I don't believe that the uh, the pace of play right now is a symptom of anything beyond the televised production of baseball. The need that for is commercials reason, is what that you're is saying, basically. the reason that baseball takes forever. That is, that is the only reason that baseball takes forever. If If you could just let them play you just, you know, go inning to inning. You don't even have a break. You warm up for 10 seconds and then you get to it. They've been sitting in a dugout. They're just going to go stand out there and wait for, for five minutes until they got to go back in. Nothing's going to happen. They stretched before <laughs> the game. I, I, I'm on your side to the, to the level that, yes, let them play. You don't need to give a bunch of rules to get the pace of play up, but just stop complaining, please. Sure. I, okay. If you're gonna watch right. the game, give me give me the stadium feed. Give me the feed, uh, and I can watch the game like I'm sitting in a seat. I'll pay mm-hmm. I'll pay premium for it. That's fine. Don't give me stupid commentators. Just let me listen to the sounds of the game. That's it. That's all I want. Stupid commentators, huh? I'm not. I'm not trying to uh, uh, link any specific commentators into this. What I'm saying is, if I'm watching. <laughs> A, te- a televised game on on a certain sports channel that is is not my favorite and is not related to my favorite team. Mm. There are occasions where they have terrible commentators, and it really <laughs> is a detriment to the game. Can similar, never, similar to mm. how I heard people talking about the NBA All Star Game with Marv Albert, and I won't go any further. Hey, uh, let's not have uh, alcoholic beverages next time we do this show. Number three. Timing, <laughs> timing the pitcher changes. Uh, t- a timing clock. Okay, so basically adding a clock and then some changes to instant replay. I just wanted to talk about these briefly because mm-hmm. baseball's coming up, and I'm so excited. I'm super ready, and I'm, I'm baseball, baseball. I'm so excited. I, you know, no, you know what else I'm excited about? Uh, What's that? Well, one. I'm taking a trip to Japan very, very soon, and I'm super ultra, absolutely excited for it. Uh, Wait, does that mean that I have to do this show by myself? Yes, for at least three years from from that point. Oh my gosh, uh, you're going for three years? No, I'm only going for like a couple weeks, but the show itself will be one of those uh, one of those things that you just take the reins of. You just grip on real good, and uh, it's yours forever. Forever and ever. Huzzah! I am the owner of the morning show. 
The reason I say that is because uh, jellyfish is a, a popular dish that I like to eat. I, I love the texture of. I, I think a little like, you know, a little jellyfish salad is, is pretty good. It's usually like these these l kind of long strands. Um, you can sometimes have it in a sushi roll. You could have it on top of a, uh, a nigiri. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of ways that you could eat it. One of the ways, one of the new ways that uh, people are thinking about having uh, uh, people who are not interested in jellyfish eat them is by making them into chips. Jellyfish okay. chips are the future of junk food. According to futurism.com, they say in brief, jellyfish are an Asian delicacy. Anywhere else, not so much. Now, researchers have found a way to make them palatable, quote unquote, palatable for the general public as chips. Okay, so like the body of a jellyfish, not like the the, the tentacle of a jellyfish? So not the tentacles, no. So look at look at this image here, mm -hmm. and it looks, well, I just got a gigantic subscribe overlay. Let's yeah, remove that. Yeah, it extended from the middle of the page too, right? Hot dog, and, and it was about like, a second and a half uh, tween between that. Uh, Danish Danish scientists, in fact, have combined their expertise in biophysics and biochemistry to gain a better understanding of how food preparation affects jellyfish from the inside out, turning them into a crunchy chip. You can still kind of you can still kind of see the little shape of the jellyfish body, and I'm a little freaked out. Can I? Can, I wonder if this is okay. So. I, I actually just took a look at the uh, the article and it kind of answers the question. But a, it says, but a popular population boom and the need to reduce meat and other foods that require extensive energy to produce consumption means humanity has to get creative when it comes to making lunch. So we need different ways to get food. Uh, junk food, you know, chips, I suppose, is one way. Uh, is there is there enough? Is there a a... a population of jellyfish that we can kind of just tap and say okay now now we're gonna have a ton of chips made out of jellyfish we're not gonna wipe them out are we or is it just oh because we can we're gonna make chips out of them uh <clears throat> yes i would i i think yes just in general but more specifically this website likes to focus on um alternative foods for the future and ways to avoid both waste and um Improve packaging and make sure that, like, you know, the trip to Mars, how are we going to get food over there? We're going to send a bunch of jellyfish into space as <laughs> chips. Oh, it says right here, as overfishing reduces more traditionally available seafood stock, jellyfish reproduce in swarms. And there will be even more jellyfish thanks to climate change making oceans warmer and more acidic. So, all right. These jellyfish are actually benefiting from global warming. And we are then, uh, uh, you know, by result, uh, benefiting from global warming by getting jellyfish chips. Okay, it says I jellyfish. Board. Let's 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 look into the the potential flavors of these because uh, as as much as we have gotten into serious conversation about the future of technology, we need to talk about jellyfish chips. Jellyfish, hmm. jellyfish chips are not only acceptable. Jellyfish chips are not only an acceptable alternative to potato chips taste-wise; they're also good for you. They are rich in nutrients, including vitamin B12, magnesium, iron, and low in calories. Consider okay. a jellyfish. All right. 
So, deal. Sounds pretty good, right? Yes. I'm 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 really waiting for the catch here. Um, I really hope the jellyfish chips don't just taste like garbage. But right? they sting you. I mean, let's, oh let's, let's, no, that can't be let's... the catch. <laughs> Kyle, have you ever been stung by jellyfish? I personally have not. No, I have been. Have I told that story on this show yet? Well, I remember peeing on your leg, but I don't know no. if that was a related. Was that a related story, or was that just a <laughs> no? Time we really, we had? We're really far inland for that one. Yeah, um, got it. Right, land jellyfish. <laughs> no, no, no. We, you and I, you and I went on a trip with our grandparents to the, uh, I think, to Monterey or, or like Pismo, some, somewhere along the the central it, coast it's of California. Pr- it's pronounced caramel. Caramel, California. Uh, we went out there and we went on the beach. We actually drove on the beach. So it must have been Pismo. Um, where you can drive on the beach and then we parked and then you and I went into the water and we were jumping in the waves and we were having a really good time and I remember I went out maybe a little too far and and I was about you know nine or ten at the time and I went out a little too far and I stumbled and I, I went like totally under the waves totally like submerged in the water and I remember looking over while I was underwater I opened my eyes and I remember looking over and I thought that it looked like someone had lost their swim shorts and I knew it wasn't me because I checked. <laughs> that was like the very first thing. I saw swim uh-huh. shorts. I checked mine. Had mine on. Awesome. Cool. They're not mine. Someone lost them. And and I looked over. And then as soon as I looked at it, my arm started to hurt. And I and I kind of like, I come out of the water and I, I catch my breath. And I start walking towards the shore. Oh, wait. And, and it's like, it's like the inside of your elbow. You know, uh-huh. like the joint there. Okay. Uh, it's right there. Like where they take blood it really started to sting and it really kind of hurt. Um, uh, like, like, uh, what's what? Like a really bad bug bite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, and, and I, I was walking up to the shore. <laughs> and just like that, it's like, like, like walking up to the shore. Yeah. Okay. Marching up to the shore. And uh, I saw our grandparents up there and I, was, I looked at them. And I said, I think my arm hurts. And they looked at it and it had this big red mark on it. And I looked back at the ocean and I didn't see the swim shorts anymore. And I think, and I said, I think I got, I think I got hit by something. And, and I, I don't remember if you looked at it or if, if our grandparents looked at it and said, I think you got stung by jellyfish. And, and that's what it was. It was, it was a jellyfish sting. And then we flagged down one of the Coast Guard people. Um, I, I don't know. So they could pee on it? I, I don't, yeah. We didn't really did. have any idea of what, what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes over and he just has like a like a, like a a solution spray that he just goes, oh, yeah, look at this. And he, then he sprays it on my arm and then it it takes like 20 minutes and it heals up and it's fine. But I was stung by a jellyfish that day. Well, there, there, there you go. Not- There's my story. <laughs> It was very cloudy that day. That's hmm. the that's the last bit, so that you're kind of like picturing the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was uh, up until that point. I really wasn't able to kind of understand. Up until that point, it was really sunny. <laughs> it, it actually was. So, are you saying that the jellyfish lost its shorts? I, I I'm still trying to understand. What, what I'm saying sh- is there was a jellyfish the size of somebody's, you know, swim shorts in the ocean next to my face that stung me on the arm. Luckily, didn't sting me on my face. Uh, and then I jumped out of the water and, you know, 
walked up to the to the coast and then I got it taken care of. But I was stung by a jellyfish that day. And that was the only time. I haven't been in the ocean since. Well, it says that the jellyfish stings can last for... <laughs> Wait, really? Really? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So <laughs> it, it, it says that uh, for most injuries in, the, in North America, at least, the pain will not last more than 24 hours, and it typically peaks around five minutes after the sting occurs. Then That's it'll about, dissipate. Yeah. yeah, it'll dissipate after the next few hours for that. Yeah. Um, a Let's see. Rinsing will deactivate. Uh, what can you rinse with, though? Ooh. Urine. They recommend washing the area with salt water. Such rinsing will deactivate those pesky nematocysts that are still hanging on. I guess okay. they're, they're the things that the jellyfish has. Uh, a fresh water rinse will have the opposite effect, which oh. sounds pretty awful. So yeah. don't don't wash with fresh water. Uh, adding, yeah, it dilutes the salts outside the cell, unbalancing the solutes. Blah, 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 nematodes. So careful. Uh, so for that the jelly, that is a early two or sorry, early nineties Nickelodeon reference right there. Yes, it is. Uh, I'll put the, I'll put the article in the show notes for fact or fiction. Perfect. Peeing on, on a jellyfish sting. Can you do it? Maybe. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just peeing on a jellyfish. <laughs> get get back that'll it, show bro. who's boss yeah make sure that they know that you can't sting Kenny cause uh, we'll turn him into chips otherwise he'll pee on you here's speaking boy I don't know how to segue from that one uh, let's talk about food hmm. sure T- Today's more nas- food today's national day Kenny is national muffin day I didn't celebrate sorry well it's, it's- it's nine twenty-five at night. Whoops! You can't you can't whip up some muffins. No, I'll go down to the gas station and get some Hostess blueberry muffin minis. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good! I know those are your favorite. <laughs> yeah, they were, and and maybe no, home on pie. Well, true. Uh, t- tomorrow it's a home on pie full of. Blueberry muffins. Should should we set you up for tomorrow? Maybe February twenty first. February twenty first. Yeah, let's look at that. Okay, good. Uh, National Pancake Day. Wait, what? February twenty first. I thought that I thought that happened this past. It. I feel like Pancake Day has been uh, attributed to too many days in in this this month. Pancake Day. Uh yeah, see when I type in when I type in pancake day to Google, it says it was on my birthday, Tuesday, February thirteenth. And I think we covered this in the last episode. Yeah, pancake day. <clears throat> yes, we did. And, it's and then inc- IHOP it's is calling. IHOP is calling National Pancake Day February twenty seventh. So a month from now, wrong. Oh, sorry, man, a week from now, I'm drunk. It's at least 16 hours from now. It will be a National Pancake Day. So uh, celebrate. How about we talk about muffins, though? Because I feel like muffins are far more interesting than pancakes. Pancakes can be... mm, Pancakes can be, like, fluffy and have chocolate chips. But other than that, they're pretty (laughs) much the same. The only redeeming quality to pancakes is that you might have chocolate chips in them. 
That's it. I mean, tell me, tell me one other thing about a pancake that makes it enjoyable. Nothing. Uh, That's your answer. Uh, Nothing. The, the butter and the syrup and the stack and they're hot and, and they're they're yummy and they're fluffy and you got to cut into them and you're gonna get the yummy texture and the taste. Oh, it's so good. Yum yum yum. I want pancakes right now, Kyle. You just mentioned a whole bunch of things that aren't pancakes, though. But they're butter. they're attributed to pancakes. Yeah, but they could also be attributed to uh, being on top of muffins. If you wanted to get real syrupy on your no, muffin. No, 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 no. You could absolutely do that. What about cornbread muffins? I feel like cornbread muffins, you can get kind of, you can get some honey going on. You could get some butter going on. I feel like we're getting real close. You just can't stack them. I'm going to try and stack my cornbread muffins and <laughs> they'll be just like pancakes. No. What are you going to do about it? You're not going to stop me because I'm going to celebrate National Muffin Day. All right, go ahead. Good. Uh, American muffins. Those are the muffins that we're talking about. They uh, are basically Wait, just... On. What's the difference between hmm. American muffins and some other muffins? Well, English muffins would be the other type <gasps> of muffin. Oh, English muffins are the best. Yeah, they're different. I don't know if you've had one before, but chocolate chips in those are not fun. No, they're not. They're actually very bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the opposite of a pancake. It's, it is the opposite. A muffin is typically like a, not necessarily a savory uh, question mark uh, cupcake. No. But cu- same shape. It's like you, like being tricked into like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, this is a cupcake. And then you bite <laughs> in and it tastes like fish. Fish? Fish muffin. Sorry. I, I really, I mean, we can skip a lot of these facts here. I want to get these last two facts on, on, on National Muffin Day here. Kyle, the blueberry muffin is the official state muffin of Minnesota. Kyle had to input his song here at the end of the show, uh, even though he wasn't prepared. I wasn't. I, I didn't. Make, I didn't make any. I'm sorry. Does each state have its own muffin? Yeah. What's What's California's? Muffin? Oh, what's California muffin? California state muffin. California list muffin. of U.S. state foods. I suppose that's what we want. No. No, no. What we want, what we want to yeah. know. We don't. We, we don't have. Mm. California doesn't have a state muffin. They have a state fruit, which is the avocado. Uh, nope. State grain, which is rice. Ugh. And state Ugh. nut, which is almond. And the state Ugh. vegetable, which is artichoke. Uh, by the way, almond trees here in California, or I should say, here in the uh, Central Valley, yeah. are all in bloom, and everybody's allergies are going bonkers. Well, uh, um, hmm, hmm. Mm. Mm. the corn muffin no 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 Iowa has a state pasta okay buttered noodles 
that's not really a, it's not a, really a shape unless it's the shape of butter, which is it? Okay, that um, what uh, um, is there another state with pasta? Uh, no, but um, Maine, their state treat is whoopie pie. Yeah, okay, I get that. What yeah. about Massachusetts? What's their muffin, Kenny? Can you can we move on to, to what is muffin. actually? Oh, is it the corn? Is is it? Oh, sorry, I had the music. I had to. <laughs> don't don't worry. Don't worry about that. Um, unfortunately, though, um, like I said, Minnesota state muffin, blueberry muffin. Their state mushroom is the moral. Wait, did you say muffin? Muffin is blueberry. Mushroom is moral. Okay, morale. Mississippi, Mississippi's state cookie is just butter cookie. That's it. I, hmm, I think we, we like butter. I hate, I hate, I hate this. I don't want to look at this list anymore. We're going to include this in the show notes though, so you can look at it. Yeah, would you? Uh, goodstuff.fm slash morning show slash two. Nope. 82. Three. No, three 82. Two. Two, yeah. eight, three. It's backwards. Do the math. You figure it out. <laughs> It's the one that comes after the one that was my birthday. Wait, is it this was, my birthday one as well? No, it's a week no. later. Yeah, it's definitely not. Um, I don't feel older. I wonder if our listeners have gotten through this episode and have slowly been uh, subjected to how much more drunk I'm getting over the course of the episode. I know I'm enjoying it. Uh, I am which, certainly enjoying it. This is wonderful. Which means that it's time for the end of the show, Kenny. Um, if you'd like to, you can go and uh, check out some of the links that we've posted over at goodstuff.fm slash morning show. We got links. We got uh, images. We have we have the thing that Kenny just talked about, all the muffins, and, and the, the of course, the list of U.S. state foods, according to wikipedia.org. Uh, yeah. We also have... Uh, can we get, like, a, a photograph of potentially the story that you read at the top of the show, some, something that kind of encapsulates the yeah, number yeah, yeah. of different um, gel pens that were used in, in the story, which I I think is my favorite part. Um, <laughs> you can also check out some of the other great shows over at goodstuff.fm and give us a follow on Twitch. That way you know in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep and get your dogs to bed that it's time to listen to the Good Stuff Morning Show, which doesn't make any sense. And that's why we love you. If you loved us, please head over to goodstuff.fm slash morning show and click on the Apple Podcasts link. There you can write a review, give us a star rating. We've been stuck at 248 five-star no! reviews. And one of you gave us four stars. I know, I know it was you, jellyfish. I know it was you. I'm a I'm gonna well, I was gonna say I'm gonna pee on you, but I don't like where that <laughs> I don't like the way that sounds. All right, R. Kelly. You <laughs> you can can leave a five-star review, though. We would appreciate that, and I won't. I promise not to have any sort of urination happen oh, uh, out, outside outside of, like, what actually humanly happens with everyone else uh, in, a, in a normal a normal setting uh, oh, in, in, in your stop. home or in a, Just stop in a talking. public place. We'll be back again next week. Probably. Higher listener base at this point. Nah, numbers are going up. Numbers are blasting through the roof right now. 
<laughs> we'll be back again next week. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>